with the professor the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips i am your host professor sides and i have built a set of mathematical models named sideline that predict various sports outcomes you're more about the baseball model in the course of this episode it says to cover six major league baseball games scheduled to be played on wednesday april 12th 2023 in case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pitchtheprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. And don't forget, if you're interested in projections of picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. But even if you're not there, you're still thrilled to have you here. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast it to a T as that would be a foolish and impossible goal. We take a long-term viewer on here and don't get distracted when the Mariners decide, you know, hey, we're up like seven to whatever and then decide to just stop playing baseball because that stuff happens, but it does balance out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens on individual games. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable every single day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. And it's just a reminder again, and you probably heard it a lot before, but any individual game we're going to be potentially really right or really wrong on. It's about the long-term view, the totality of games. Individual games are really hard to predict. We're talking about trying to be more right more of the time in the long run. Uh, and that's what uh, we were able to do all last year for the most part, if you're with us. And uh, I, I expect the same to come here for this season. Got a lot of fun games on Wednesday, all throughout the day, starting early and finishing late. Before we get to it, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content this channel provides. Reminder, A-grade money land plays return four units. It is the risk plus win amount equals four. So if it's even money, it's risk two, win two. That way we risk proportionally more on favorites than dogs. We don't want to put too much on dogs. We want to put a little bit more on favorites. It's kind of like flat betting plus. It's kind of the way to think about it, right? It just scales a little bit more than, uh, you know, than that does – B grade plays return three units, C grade plays return two. So far, the A grade plays have really done a lot better than the B and the C. But uh, those B and the C grade plays, uh, there's no reason to believe that they are truly that bad. It's just some bad variants on those. Um, so I think those will come around. So I think they're still worth looking at. Always looking at better prices, trying to find better prices, shop around. As always, if you need more books, there's two links in the show description. I always encourage people to have offshores at their uh, in their repertoire because of the fact that they are usually able to offer less juice. So having those offshore accounts can be really helpful. So again, check the show description to sign up at a couple of books there. Otherwise, well, let's get to it here. And as always, take what you like and leave the rest. Starting off early, afternoon if you're in the Eastern time zone, but morning if you're anywhere else, Astros and Pirates. Let's grab the Astros here at minus 155 with the B grade. Had the Pirates as an A grade play on Tuesday, and that worked out really well for us. A little bit of a different story here, though, on Wednesday with the Pirates throwing a maybe over the Rich Hill. Hopefully you saw what I did there. Uh, He's looked really bad in his first two starts, but the underlying metrics suggest it is not a mirage. And I was talking about when when age hits, it hits. He's obviously really old. He's had a great career. Uh, you know, obviously a little bit injury prone at times, but 
might just be, you know, too, too, too long for him hanging around, uh, just nothing encouraging whatsoever early on. The model project him as one of the weaker starters left in baseball. Jose Urquidy for the Astros, nothing special, pretty run-of-the-mill average pitcher, uh, but that's quite an upgrade over Rich Hill. On top of that, the Astros, a little right-handed heavy, uh, especially right now with Michael Brantley out. That makes them a little bit better against lefties, a much better offense of the Pirates, much better relief core, just a different situation than the A grade that we had in the Pirates on Tuesday. I think the Astros can come back here on Wednesday afternoon and get the job done. Minus 155. It's a pretty good investment for a favorite. A lot of times the edges on favorites aren't quite as good here. Model says minus 156, so minus 155 just ekes us into B grade territory. But I think to start off your day, I think the Astros are worth a look here. Total in this game is nine, nine and a half model says 10.3. We're going to start seeing some higher model projections as it warms up. It's not really going to be a warm day in Pittsburgh, but it's going to be warm relative to traditional April, April weather, starting off in the low 70s, finishing in the high 70s. And about a 15-mile-an-hour wind blowing out to left field. So there's a reason why the model says over again, Arkady's not the best pitcher. The Astros should have a field day on Rich Hill. The ball should be flying out of that park. Expect a lot of home runs in this one. So the model would definitely be going over, especially if you can still find an over nine. I'm in play here, though. Focusing on the Astros, again, minus 155. Gets a B grade from the model. 3.40 p.m. Eastern. Brewers at the Diamondbacks. Roof should be closed on this one, so no weather concerns. Model projects a total of 8.5, and I'm seeing a total of 8.5, so it's pretty well priced on the total front. But I like grip with the Diamondbacks here at plus 126. Gets a B grade. Model says it should be Brewers minus 119, that they win 54% of the time, so 46% of the time we can win this one. And at plus 126, that makes that a profitable investment. Brandon Woodruff is a really good pitcher. He's overperformed these first two starts. He's he's not a bit anywhere near that 0.79 ERA, of course. I think we probably already kind of know that, but the underlying metrics suggest he should be more in the mid threes. He's still a really good pitcher, and he's the better pitcher in this matchup. But I don't think Dre Jamison's getting the respect he deserves. He backed him a couple times last year at the end of the year when he came up. I think this kid's got a lot of potential. Model says he's just worse than league average, which is pretty impressive for a kid that's got, I don't know, you know, 30 innings or so under his belt at this point. Uh, if I had to guess at the major league level, um, I think that the bottom line here is that people are overvaluing the brewers based off the names of these two pitchers. And that's why I think the Dimebacks are a good investment here. Again, plus 126 gets a B grade, a little bit of value here. Offensively, relief core wise, I think these teams are pretty even. While the Brewers do have an edge at starting pitcher and a large one, as much as I like Jamison, of course, he's still no. Uh, Brandon Woodruff, the home edge that the Dimebacks have means they should be really short underdogs. And again, plus 126, pretty good value here to take the home team from Phoenix. 4.05 p.m. Eastern, Marlins at the Phillies. Uh, this Phillies team, they're not as bad as they've played. They haven't played well, so I'm not really saying much. Bottom line here is this team's still got a lot of talent. Offensively, they still are at least around league average. Throwing Zach Wheeler, who has not looked good, now the underlying metrics paint a better picture than his ERA, whereas Edward Cabrera for the Marlins has a bad ERA, and the underlying metrics say it should be worse. I think this is just a massive mismatch with regards to starting pitcher. Wheeler's still a top 10 pitcher. Edward Cabrera you know, bottom 20, bottom 30 starters in baseball, not a very good pitcher. 
Philly's offense, I still think it's better than the Marlins offense, especially with the Marlins facing a righty. Marlins facing a lefty, probably about the same. Marlins facing a righty. And I know what has happened. I know the results in the field. But again, we're, we're less than two weeks into the season. Every team has rough stretches. Uh, you know, many of y'all, you can see in the background, it's an Astros fan talking to my father, who's an Astros fan, you know, team won the world series last year. And there were stretches of the season where he was complaining about them and talking about how they wouldn't win a playoff game because every team has bad stretches like that, where they just look incompetent. When is that going to end? It's just completely random. I mean, I think it's a pretty great spot for it to end when you're throwing, you know, a bona fide ace in Wheeler. And of course he's not their ace because they have Aaron Nola, but would be an ace on half the teams in baseball against a guy like Edward Cabrera, who's a below average pitcher. So I know that the Phillies haven't looked good. I still think it's reasonable to back them though. I still think minus 190 isn't a bad investment. Again, if you're doing parlays, I don't think it's bad to put them in as long as the number starts with a one. I don't want to pay a price that starts with a two in this situation. I think at that point it's a pass. I wouldn't be backing the Marlins with Cabrera against Wheeler I, on the road. I just couldn't do that um, at, at a number that's going to be out there. I mean, I could at plus, you know, 300, but no one's ever going to give me that. Uh, you know, so I think the Phillies here at minus 190 still a decent investment. C grade according to the model. I think it should be part of your portfolio. Just scaled back because it is a pretty expensive price, but this Phillies team is going to solve it eventually. It's just like the Padres were terrible for a while, and then all of a sudden they looked really good. The Dodgers were terrible for a few games. and I mean, it's just every team's going to do this, right? So I'm not really overly concerned about this stretch the Phillies have had. If you're going to play run line, I don't think it's a bad idea either. This game could get out of hand because of the, again, the mismatch with the pitchers and the weather. It's going to be pretty hitter friendly, so that means a lot of runs and more likely for that run line to hit. So if that's something you like, Maybe something to look into here. Around 80 degrees for the totality of this game, and the wind will be blowing out to right field. Somewhere between 10 and 15 miles an hour all game. So it's going to be very hitter-friendly. There's a reason why the model likes going over a number like 7.5 or even 8, projecting a total of 9.7. I'm not sure how many runs the Marlins can score. They'll probably hit a home run or two just because of the fact that, that wind's blowing out. But the Phillies should be able to right their offensive woes here and put up a ton of runs in a day like this against a pitcher like Cabrera. So the night game, 7.20 p.m. Eastern, Reds at the Braves. You go back to the well with the Braves here at minus 255. It's an A-grade pick. This Braves team's really good, and they keep getting it done in, in various ways, and I don't really see why you should be off of them here, especially with Spencer Strider on the hill, who is every bit as good as that 245 ERA so far, one of the better pitchers in baseball, top five potentially. Uh, a guy that doesn't have a third pitch and doesn't seem to matter with how dominant he is. Hunter Green is better than his 563 ERA on the season, and I still think he's an above-average pitcher. It's just he's still a young pitcher who's still inconsistent and still nowhere near the caliber of Schreider. He can't put it together and have a really great start, absolutely. But I keep talking about some of these young red stars. I think that it's a bright outlook, but I think they're just overvalued right now. If people were treating these like typical rookies, uh, I would say between, you know, uh, Green and Lodolo, right? You know, you've got a couple guys that I'd love to back, but people are treating them already like they're all-stars. That's how they're being priced, and, and they're not yet. They, they might absolutely be. They have a ton of potential. Really like both of those guys' stuff, but they're not there yet. There's nothing in the data that says that they're all-star caliber right now. It's a huge mismatch for the Braves. The starting pitcher department it is at the reliever as well, and obviously offensively. This should be Braves at a much bigger number than this. Model says Braves minus 308 that they win over 75% of the time. So again, a great investment here. I'll say the same thing I said yesterday. If you're looking for a great 
money line parlay, there's this one would be part of it absolutely just like yesterday. Again, keep those parlays to two or three teams. Don't try to go too greedy and get seven teams in there. You might hit one, but it's not very likely. So keep those parlays small if you're doing them. Don't put the same team in all of your parlays because then you got all your eggs in one basket. But if you're doing, you know, a, a one bigger money line parlay, two or two, three teams. You know, this is probably the one I'd be I'd be eyeing pretty heavily here. I think you're adding a lot more value than you're adding risk, which is not the same. Which is not the case with all these big uh, favorites here that we see across baseball. Sometimes that doesn't really hold true. But the Braves, I think, are definitely worth that price. Total in this one around seven and a half. Model says seven point four. It's going to be around seventy degrees to start, closing around sixty degrees. Slight breeze in. A situation where I think seven, eight runs seems about right. So not a total that I really can give you much help for one way or the other. 805 P. Eastern Royals at the Rangers. Royals unable to get it done for us as big plus dogs, but they got it to extra innings. So I think you saw what I was talking about with a chance for the Royals to hang out there and offer really good value. Couldn't get it done at the end. But again, if we're taking smart shots with these big plus dogs and they're getting extra innings, they're going to pull it out enough that it's going to be worth the investment. Didn't work out for us on Tuesday. On Wednesday, though, I don't. I want no part of the Royals. The model only gives this a C grade, Rangers minus 174. So this should be Rangers minus 171. So the model's looking for minus 170 or better. Maybe you can shop around and get that price. But I like this pick a lot. Obviously, I want a better price. We are very price sensitive around here because that's one of the biggest things that's going to help your bankroll in the long run, keep you positive, keep you even break even versus losing money is being price sensitive. The model's telling us, hey, we really want to find a price of minus 170 before we get heavier into this. But I really like this play here for the Rangers. I just think there's a pretty big discrepancy between Nathan Eovaldi and Brad Keller. Eovaldi's ERA is higher, but the underlying metrics say he's pitched better than that. Keller's ERA is lower, but the underlying metrics say he's pitched worse than that. And I think that's pretty accurate. There's a reason why the model has Eovaldi about a full standard deviation ahead of Keller. He's a much better pitcher as the Ranger at home. Offensively, the Rangers offense, while just average, is much better than this Royals offense. I think that as long as it's a number that starts with a one, personally, I'm on the Rangers. Again, the model saying we want a slightly better price, but this is one of those C grades that I wouldn't hesitate to back, uh, even though it's, again, not the model's most favorite play. I think the Rangers are a smart investment here on Wednesday night. Projecting the roof to be open, a nice night in Arlington. will be around 73 degrees for first pitch, mid-60s to close. Slight breeze in that park, of course, with these retractable roofs, the way they're built. Winds kind of get swirling around and get a little bit weird, so uh, no real wind effect there, but with the nice weather temperature-wise, the model's projecting a total of 8.3, and I'm saying 8.5, so another pretty well-priced total. But again, even though it's a C-grade pick, I think the Rangers are still worth your money. Closing us out here, 9.45 p.m. Eastern, Dodgers the Giants. Giants, as of right now, ahead 2 to nothing against the Dodgers. Hopefully they can hold on for us here. Going to back them again on Wednesday at plus 150 with an A-grade pick. The Dodgers have really owned this rivalry, but the Giants aren't a bad team. And given the fact that they're going to have... Um, you know, at least a break-even matchup in the starting pitcher department, in my opinion, with Alex Cobb versus Clayton Kershaw. I think they're worth a look at this price. This Giants offense, 
Not as good as the Dodgers offense by any stretch of the imagination, but reliever wise, they're pretty comparable. And again, I think that Cobb's a really good and underrated pitcher. I think he can hang in there toe to toe with Clayton Kershaw. Underlying metrics for Kershaw, not great. He got hit around a little bit that last start. I'm not really worried about him long term. I think these are two really good pitchers. And I think even though the offense of the Giants falls behind the offense of the Dodgers, give me the home team at plus 150 when you got a guy like Alex Cobb, who's really good. I think this is really mispriced. Getting a lot of love from the Dodgers here. Maybe way closer to game time because there's probably going to be more Dodger money coming in, especially with a guy like Kirsch on the hill. And I don't think people realize that Alex Cobb is pretty good. We preached about him all season, and I think in the long run, he's going to make us a lot of money if we're backing him. Uh, so whether you want to take the run line, whether you want to take some sort of team total prop and try to exploit that, whether you want to take Cobb you know, over strikeouts or whatever, exploit that, I think he's really undervalued. And that's really the driving force behind plus 150 being an A-grade pick for the Giants. Model says it should be Dodgers minus 134. So again, this is a situation where I think that it's still more likely that the Dodgers win than the Giants, but we've got over a 1,000 games in this baseball season. And if we can take a 100 of them at plus 150 odds and play them there even though they'll and they'll win 43% of the time it's going to work out really well for us in the long run so again this is a really smart investment solid edge here on the Giants plus 150 given that they should be priced a lot lower than this again in my opinion, because I think people are not respecting Alex Cobb. Total on this one, again, pretty well priced. Model says 7.4. I'm seeing 7.5. Chilly night in San Francisco. Wind blowing out about 10 miles an hour, but as I mentioned in yesterday's show, not really much of a wind effect. Chilly night should make it more pitcher-friendly uh, than anything else. Again, in the summer and in the daytime, in the summer when it's not 50 degrees at night, which if you've been to San Francisco, you know how that goes. Uh, we might have a little bit more hitter-friendly conditions, a little more pitcher-friendly on this one. So under eight might not be a bad look either. Might be another way to exploit the fact that I think Alex Cobb is underrated as a starting pitcher. That's all I've got for you today. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can show all the sports betting content provided on this channel. It's dropped right into your feed. Back again tomorrow with more sports betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.